Fuck yeah, there, Ryan Romano. Not you, Kyle. You're fine. You can say whatever you want. Hold on. And play. No, that's not working. Hold on. Wrong button. We're professional here. Everyone, would you please welcome to the Putting You Over podcast. Allegedly. He is a massive collector of toys. Subscribe to him on YouTube for all of his hunts, reviews, and unboxings. He is the Kyle Peterson. Boy. Sorry. Wow. Sorry, headphone. That's, that's the best intro I've ever had. Sorry, headphone users. Uh, that's Ryan Romano. Our, uh, that's our, he's our Howard Finkel. We've, uh, there you go. Yeah. You can't get any better than that. How you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Uh, I'm phenomenal. I just realized I'm extremely amped up for some reason. Uh, Uh-oh. I have no idea why someone mentioned triple H <laughs> and I went off on a tangent. I was um, listening. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck, he can do what he wants. Let's go do he it. Can. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he can do anything. I mean, how many millions does he have? If he wants to retire on a beach, he can. He should just, like, go to random places. Well, probably not. I probably can't do that anymore. With Let's just, like, go to random places yeah. and just spit water in the air. <laughs> yeah, you, I get to see him working the uh, merch tables, the gimmick tables, doing that. You know, oh, $15, $50 for a spit tank. I get to see it. <laughs> well, you ha- yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. This is the only COVID reference we'll ma- mention tonight. We try no, to- you gotta buy. So it starts at the end of the line. You gotta buy like the reindeer, like you're going to like an Evil Dead <laughs> show. You gotta buy the poncho first. So uh, then it starts there, and then you work your way up. You, you show your you show your vaccine shot. You get it half off. Oh Jesus! Get out of here. Um, uh, new question. I've been starting the show with. Uh, what would you be doing tonight if you were not here? Uh, I'm actually on vacation from work, but I would oh. actually be working on some spreadsheets tonight. How how boring is that? Oh man, Spread- <laughs> that's okay. horrible. Spreadsheets. All right, hold on. So spreadsheets for w- what exactly? Uh, I mean, you know, for my day job, not for okay. work. Work. That's not my I'm... fun YouTube stuff. That's, that's for sure. That's what I was gonna say. So you I st- wish you still have a shoot job. YouTube oh. isn't. You can't yeah, just go full no. time with that yet. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've got a real job and seventy hours a week. Probably yeah. I put in at work every week. It's ridiculous, just that, absolutely ridiculous. No is... time off. I finally got the first two days off uh, since before COVID uh, last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was. And it's unbelievable. Make, and they're making you do spreadsheets. Oh, I mean, I do. Uh, you wouldn't believe the stuff I do and see. You, you <laughs> it's won't. probably boring to most people, but yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I had to sit in front of uh, some Excel sheets all day today too. Uh, oh. It was not not fun, which is probably why I felt <laughs> no. like shit when I got home. Um, hey, there you go. But you haven't you haven't really done. You started this channel in April of 2020, so that literally was the start of yeah the shutdown. Yeah, I basically you know I was at uh, working obviously in an office and stuff for my yeah. position, and then COVID sent a lot of people working from home and. Uh, it was something, uh, you know, you're not going out, you're not traveling, you're not doing anything. I, I work in the, I live in the Midwest and I travel the Midwest pretty heavily, uh, during non COVID times. And now all of a sudden, Hey, I'm not traveling. I'm not in hotel rooms. I'm not this meeting, that meeting. I've kind of got time, I guess. So I said, you know what? I should start doing some videos. <laughs> there we go. And you had a, ma- you had a massive collection probably anyways, already up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, this collection has been going on a long time. So yeah, a lot of people ask me that a lot, you know, well, how did you do all this? Well, it, I didn't, didn't happen overnight. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> a channel. Like, yeah. It's not like last weekend I went and I bought all this stuff last weekend. It was fine. <laughs> uh, that would, yeah, that wouldn't go over well. Um, YouTube.com slash the Kyle Peterson, 1980. Now that's, that's not just a creative number. You were probably born in 1980. There you go. 1980 kicking off the eighties. Yes. That's right. So I'm, I'm one year. I'm, I'm actually, well, it depends when in 80 you were born. I'm a week out of, so I, I like to tell people I was born in the seventies. That was cool when I was younger. Uh, yeah. As I'm older now, it's, <laughs> now it's now I'm like, I was born in the eighties. All right. I, it was a week before it turned the eighties. That's when I was born. Uh, the greatest time for everything we're going to talk about here tonight. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I always say I have the best birthday you could possibly get. It's June 25th, which, which as a kid is great. Cause that's exactly six months away from Christmas. Yes. You so have every that. six months I had a my birthday or Christmas. Oh, mine, mine was a week before Christmas. Oh boy. Double the double up club or the get shafted club. Well, I, di- <laughs> I didn't get shafted as I was a middle kid. So people always had to ah. make me feel good. Just basically what, go. what this show's about. But, uh, so yeah, so 80, so we have transformer GI Joe, obviously wrestling, uh, Ninja Turtles. I mean, you know, way more than that. You have them all. We'll probably focus a little more, uh, on, on the, you know, the wrestling wrestling aspect, but that's just how the cookie crumbles. Um, makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so why did you, you said you had the time, um, to, to, yeah yeah i mean i had i don't know if i have the time that's one thing that it's funny is time is just insane when you're younger you feel like time goes slow as you get older as we all know time goes so much faster but like i said i work 70 hours a week in my day job but I, i've turned this into like my stress relief i always think i'm gonna like die of a heart attack or something oh. working the way i do and just the business i'm in and stuff and uh this is a great stress relief and you know, a little inside baseball secrets, I guess. I film about 99% of my videos on Sunday. That's usually my slow day. So I get up extremely early and I crank them all out on Sunday. Yeah. So uh, just pretend like you shoot them all. all and that's what people think. You're like, oh, you're shooting those every single day. You're doing these. Well, I do them all Sunday and I'm, I'm pretty good. I speak for a living. So I, uh, I don't have to do a lot of takes. We'll say, yeah, you are <laughs> it's very- usually one take through. You are very well spoken. We have been interrupted here by one of my um, um, daughters of anarchy, which you have too as well. Yeah, I know you got daughters too. We're in the yeah. daughter club. Yeah, we're three. Um, what are you doing down here and why? Okay. Oh, okay, I'm your only daddy. Okay. All right, go upstairs, please. Thank you. All right. Yes, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I can. I've I've been there. <laughs> I mean, she just kicked my micro brawlers across the room. Oh my goodness! Do they count? Adoption. They, do they? Do they? Do they count? They count, right? They're, they're yeah, yeah. Like them. Yeah. Okay, I don't care about the cat. Um. <laughs> See, that's why I tell him not to come down because it just throws me off. It does throws you off your game. I get it. Um, <laughs> who? How'd you fall in love with collecting these toys? You're a kid in in the eighties, just like me. What you yep. saw on TV, yep, is is yeah, what I we mean, could buy. Then that was the best part I, about it. 
it's so it's still weird how kids don't understand the glory of the 80s and we i sound like an old man when i say that but it truly was a glorious time you weren't sensory overload you didn't have your ipads computers all that stuff i mean you had four or five regular channels then cable had maybe 20 channels and that was it if you had cable yeah if you had cable yeah and everybody didn't have cable back then but you know G.I. Joe, like you said, Transformers, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Ghostbusters, you know, go on and on. They were on TV every day, you know, before and after school, that kind of fun stuff, Saturday mornings. And as a kid, you, you just love that world and you want to play that world and you start buying toys. And I was very fortunate. My dad understood it at an early age. My dad was a collector, too. Not really so much in the 80s. He was more in the 90s. He got into collecting pretty heavy. Uh, but he understood it, and I think he collected through me, you know, and we'd go on hunts, and we'd get G.I. Joe's, checklists, all that kind of stuff, and it snowballed from there, and, you know, some people grow out of it, and some <laughs> people don't. I'm one of the ones that don't, I guess. Yeah, um, but that's good, but that's awesome, like, and you have yeah. a passion for it. It's like anything, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know, but it's just another hobby. It's a passion, too, yeah. um, and I can relate with the collecting, like, my dad, like, we would get into collecting sports cards, and... Yeah. uh that's just what we go out, we buy them, we we collect them, and and I had three, three I had to count. I had three brothers, you know, so we would trade them back and forth. So I definitely can relate with that. In in the eighties, know that world too. Yeah, that was yeah. huge in the eighties as well. I was yeah. all in on that as well. Yeah, it it was great. Yeah, it was great. It was booming, and then like like you you get into the nineties, and then it just went. Whoosh. It fell off a cliff. I have a box around <laughs> here somewhere. Um. For Father's Day, my wife went to the, our local ice cream shop that she likes, and in the window, they had this old display of baseball cards from, like, the early 90s, even mm-hmm. to 88 and 86 as well, of packs of cards that were still there. And oh, wow. I said, uh, jokingly, she should buy them all for Father's Day. And she did. <laughs> so they're in a box here. Somewhere, you haven't opened them. I, I'm slowly opening them one at a time. First, oh, I'll go, go online and see what what ones are still good. Yeah. Uh, from that, and then I'll slowly open them. I'll stretch it out for a while. Um, yep. But speaking of the '80s toys, like there's still, um, and we'll get to the newer generation stuff here soon. Like I'll go into Walmart. Um, whenever I'm in Walmart, I'm there a lot. Uh, yeah. I'll go down to see. Uh, you know what they have usually for what they have for AEW, and uh, but the whole the aisles are still Star Wars, Ninja 100%. Turtles, He Man, which you know Ghost. has a Netflix show. Yep. Mar- like, the Marvel's big now. Um, Ghostbusters are yeah, there still. Right. Yeah, wrestling obviously. Yeah, and I, I say that a lot on the channel too. Yeah. Uh, there hasn't been, and that goes to these kids. Not I think I just sound like such an old man. These kids these days. These children. These, kids, <laughs> these children. But they just don't have the attachment and the sentimental connection to things. You know, my daughters are 10 and 6, and they're pretty much over toys. It's all iPads and games and stuff. They're done with toys. And I can't imagine. At 6 years old, I mean, I was, what's the next G.I. Joe set? What's the next LJN wrestler? I mean, I was 100% in, but that's the thing. It's like the toy aisle. Is it the toy aisle anymore, or is it the adult collectible aisle? I mean, it almost <laughs> needs to be that way, because it's, totally it's all of the properties from the 80s yeah. is what is there. There's very few. I mean, there's Robo- Ro- Roblox and yeah. stuff. My kids play that game. There's a few things, but you look in that aisle, like you said, there's majority of the stuff is from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. It's nothing new. 
Um, I have all my LJNs from when I was a kid. I did not take care of them. Yeah. At all. Um, I think I painted the British Bulldogs. Oh, wow. I think I painted the British Bulldogs. You, you were an absolute animal. To, an animal. To look like demolition. <laughs> oh. Um, You're not the only one that did stuff like that. I never did that. I, I always called, you would have been classified as an animal in my a, a savage. I would say, who, who is this savage? You were the guy throwing the figures up in the air and seeing how high they could bounce. Yeah. Well, what we would do, because I have three brothers, so the way we yeah. would have Royal Rumbles with our wrestlers is we would all get in different corners of the living room, put the ring in the middle. We'd each have, like, I don't know, we'd each have five wrestl- five LJNs or whatever. And uh-huh. we would take turns throwing them into the ring. They stay in the ring, they're in the rumble. You just keep oh. doing it until that's the end. And then when you're out of the wrestlers, you get them back up, divide them back up until there was one guy left. Um, see, you, the kids don't, these kids don't understand passing the time. Uh, when, uh, when we were kids, we built forts. Now people build them and put it on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Or they play a game and build a fort. That's, That's what my kids do. Play Roblox and they build a fort. I'm building a fort in the game. Oh, okay. We're playing hide and seek. Oh man, we could do this all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing hide and seek. Uh, it was funny though. My LJNs as a kid, I was just, I was the exact opposite. I was, I don't know. I was a weird kid apparently because I kept my stuff minty of mint. You know, you'd see kids bash their LJNs yeah. together. I was doing moves softly. <laughs> if there was a scuff, it was the end of my world oh. to an LJN figure. And yeah. I remember having friends come over. Oh, let's play wrestling. I'd say, oh, okay, yeah. And they'd sit down and they'd hammer it. Eh, let's not do that. Let's yeah. not play wrestling. Let's go play video games or something. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I, uh, I mean, I wish I kept some of them in mint. I, I just, that wasn't my mindset then. It just. Uh, we all go through that, and I got out of collecting briefly. I mean, I still collected, uh, but I said, you know what? I got all these toys from the 80s, and that was during the eBay boom, about 95, 96. When yeah. eBay first came. I said, oh, my gosh, you can sell this stuff and make money? I said, you know what? I'm going to sell all my childhood toys. Oh. I, I need a Jeep. And I actually sold all my childhood toys, you know, 99% of them or whatever. And I bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Good and grief. at 19 years old, I said, man, I'm living large. I'm living large. And now all these years later, it's one of the big, it is the biggest regret of my life. I don't know what that says about my life, but uh, <laughs> that's my biggest regret. Have you reper, uh, have you re- bought them back? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everything except my GI Joe collection. I, I had about every GI, I had like 95% of every GI Joe figure from the eighties. I did not buy those back, but I still have my aircraft carrier. So. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's a uh, only so much money in the world that would be a fortune. <laughs> How supportive is your family? Yeah, my family's. I mean, my wife is a saint. I mean, she should be. I am so uh, insane. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just insane. I have a very addictive personality. Uh, you can imagine watching my channel sometimes. Right. But yeah. uh, you know, my wife and I have been together. Gosh, 17 years now, I think it is. Okay. Um, yeah, she's been awesome. I mean, the first, <laughs> I'm a huge metal head. I love heavy metal. And when I first met her, she had just went to Slayer the night before. And I said, I think we're in love. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I said, I think we're in love. And, uh, you know, we've been together ever since and very supportive. I mean, most wives would not be supportive of this, but, you know, I- I'm a good husband. I'm a nice guy. I think she's, she's through that and says, you know what, this is it's the only thing he really does outside of work. So I think we're okay. Yeah. Uh, my wife kills me if I buy a wrestling. 
This shit's oh, kill man. me. I just pass out. This is, here's what I do now. Here's my, here's my gimmick. Because my youngest is four. So she's still into this. Yeah. Plane. I just pass it off. I, like, I let her play yep. with them. Because I'll buy... Like, I bought Darby Allen, But I took it out of the package. Like, mm-hmm. do you take yours out? Yeah. Like, uh, for the yeah, most... AEW especially. Uh, one through five, I haven't been on card set. And then I have a loose set. So, okay. Yeah, I'm all loose these days. I'm I'm not in it for the value. You're in, okay. Interesting. What do you... What would you consider the value of your collection? Oh, gosh. I have no idea. You know, the last 18 months, I don't know how... I mean, obviously, this is my passion, we'll call it, and I follow it pretty hard. I mean, things have skyrocketed. If I was a a smart guy, if I was really smart, I would have sold my collection about a year ago because I would have made an absolute fortune. What's your most valuable one? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I do have a one of 31 uh, King Grayskull figure. Oh, There's only 31 in the world. They were only given to Mattel, like upper brass at Mattel. So that's probably it. I mean, I, I, the last I heard one sold for like 12 grand or something like that. So I, I got some rare stuff. But yeah, I, I don't have one of the crazy, you know, Matt Cardona stuff where he's got like a Greg Valentine prototype or anything. Like <laughs> he cherishes that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that kind of stuff. It'd be cool to have. But for some reason, I've always been drawn to like the everyday dance stuff. I like having the everyday stuff. And I'm I'm a big time completionist. That goes back to my addictive personality, yeah. I guess. I like to be complete on everything. There's not many people in the world. I have a complete Mattel Elite collection. I mean, I don't even know how many figures that is. It's like 25 Detolfs worth of figures. Oh, boy. Um, there's a lot of that stuff going on. It's crazy. So, Okay. I like when I get mail delivered to my house that I forgot I ordered. Like, yeah. who knows? Like, I don't even know what. How many packages a day come to your house? Oh, man. That's a great question. I've never been asked that before, and I'm surprised I haven't. That's a good one because, you know, lately, it's been a little slower lately for whatever reason. I think a lot of that is some of the shipping issues of the world. I think a lot of things are being delayed. So there's been a little yeah. bit of a collecting lull. But, I mean, I've had days where I've had 40 packages in my house. Oh, I mean, my good gosh. That was where my wife just looked at me one time, just like, this is a little crazy. 40, I didn't know they'd all ship at the same time. Uh, especially <laughs> when I'm going back. Uh, I was working on a complete Jax Ruthless Aggression set. That's a line of figures. Yeah. And uh, I was really working very hard on getting that completed. And I had a ton of stuff coming. Every day I'd have multiple figures coming. But uh, yeah, lately, I bet you I'm probably at three packages a day on average. So it's slowed down immensely just because there's not a whole lot out there outside of new stuff that I'm really looking for. Um, what's your favorite line? My favorite wrestling yeah. figure line of all time would be Jack's classic superstars. I think that is what got me back into hardcore collecting. Um, that came out uh, roughly. I was in college at the time. Obviously, you know, you're living in an apartment in yeah. college and you know, you got buddies over party stuff. It's not really the place to store a nice collection, but I started working on it around there and that's what really, drew me back there was uh the uh, titan tron line and the r3 line from wwe i absolutely hated those and that really killed my wrestling fandom my wrestling figure fandom I said i just do not like these i think they're garbage i'm not buying them then the classics came out and that snowballed into all my collecting to this day jumped right back in it's just yeah, when it's you just, ju- yeah it's a beautiful line i mean uh, you've probably seen it before but yeah. uh if you know if the viewers or whatever i've never seen them uh, look them up but the uniform packaging a very professional packaging they're all the same they display amazingly and then 
for early 2000s, there was never a line that had so many legends. I mean, we all dreamed of having every WWE legend and NWA, WCW legend all in one line. Right. And that's what we got. Um, Oh, gosh. I was forgot where I was going from there. I had a perfect transition in my head, and now I forgot <laughs> what it was. Favorite line of all time? We were going favorite line. Oh, and that okay. So now AEW has, you know, jumped into yeah. this world. Um. How do you feel they're doing? Uh, because to me, I can't ever find them yeah. uh, anywhere. Yeah. And I know they were exclusively at Walmart to start, I believe. Yep. And now I right. think you can technically get them anywhere, but I still can't find them. So how do you think um, they're doing in the world? Uh, there's different ways to go about that. So I think they've had quality-wise, I think they've had some stumbling blocks off the gate. So we all know about Series 1, the super pale skin. I mean, that was pretty brutal. They did rectify that somewhat recently. Uh, they've had some quality issues, which has been a little disappointing. And on my reviews on the channel, I, yeah. I, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty positive most of the time about all the reviews out there. But some of the joints on there, I, I always go back and my reviews. How would a little kid play with this? Because at the end of the day, you'd hope little kids are playing with their wrestling figures. A lot of those AEW figures, I think the arms would be broken off if the kid played. If you were playing as a kid with these, you'd have a lot of broken AEW. I would, I would have, I would have taken their wrists. So yeah. Probably. <laughs> but but besides that, I love the packaging. I love what they're doing. I love, you know, competition is great. Competition's in business. As much as I hate my competitors in business and I feud with them and stuff like that, without them, uh, you know, competition makes you take chances, makes you get to the next level, all that kind of fun stuff. And AEW, I think, is doing that for Mattel. So it's almost a golden age of Mattel as well. So AEW's helping the whole industry, really, uh, in that matter. But then you get to the distribution angle of it all. There's been a lot of challenges. And it's not all jazz where's AEW fault. It's just the state of the COVID world. Yeah, uh, unbelievable amount of, amount of people. When I go back to what my collection's worth, uh, before COVID, it was worth one amount. And then it's probably doubled once COVID hit because everybody started getting a lot of free money. You know yeah. what I mean by free money. They're yeah. getting that paycheck or whatever in the mail. Uh, a lot of people said, hey, I can't leave the house. I can't go on vacation. What did I used to do? Hey, I collected things. And a lot of people jumped into the collection time. And that's where AEW, NECA Turtles, G.I. Joe Classified Series, a lot of those forecasts for toys are a lot different. You know, I'm in the, the food world is what I do for my regular job. Okay. Forecasts are pretty quick. You know, you can forecast and plan and demand because food turns fast. It spoils, it expires, all that kind of stuff. So you're planning out, you know, you got a year plan, but you're really planning month to month or quarter to quarter. Uh, action figures are about a year out roughly because, hey, you got to design, make it, send it to China. They sculpt it, put it in package. You got to come on a boat back over. Well, AEW was, I think, uh, just like G.I. Joe and Turtles and everything else, kind of a long-winded answer here all went in together where the um, they didn't know the demands. You had your demand planning. Well, COVID hit, all these new collectors jumped in, and it made yeah. it extremely hard for people to get all these figures out there. And AEW is the new hot wrestling toy. They had their guess on demands. They probably guessed it close to Mattel Elites, and it skyrocketed past that. And now they're finally catching up is what I'm seeing. If you're in big city areas and stuff, you know, I travel the whole Midwest, and I've never not seen an AEW figure. I, I could have picked up every single one at retail probably multiple times, uh, but it just depends on your area too. I mean, if you're living in Chicago, New York, Houston, you're going to struggle. It's just the way it's going to be. Uh, but if you're in the rural areas or the Midwest yeah. or somewhere where it's more spread out, you'll be able to find these figures. Um, playing the long game is something you always say on your channel. Yeah. 
Explain that to me like I'm five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a saying. I got a bunch of stupid sayings, but, <laughs> but playing the long game. Uh, sometimes you'll look at a figure, and I'm terrible. I used to be much better at playing the long game, uh, but now I pretty much get it when I see it. But there's some items out there. If you're smart, you play that long game on. It's always fun to have a new toy, shiny yeah. new toy, right when it's announced, right when it's hitting the, the store, the shelf pegs and stuff. How about Mondo, Gecko, and Muckman right now, Neck and Ninja Turtles? A lot of people paid hundreds of dollars to get those things right away. I don't know about your area, but my area, they're everywhere right now. And uh, that's playing the long game. Don't feed to eBay. Don't feed to the scalpers or whatever. Uh, just wait. And then sometimes you can know some figures out there. You've got a pretty good idea, like Marvel Legends and stuff. I, I always see them. I always end up buying them right away. Like I said, I need to play the long game more. Yeah. But you play the long game and wait. You can go to Amazon, get them for half price. Uh, RingsideCollectibles.com. Use discount code Kyle, save 10%. Uh, <laughs> but you can play the long game on that, and you can save some money. Uh, that's for sure. But long game's basically got to save some money in this game because everybody's got a figure budget, and I'd much rather buy more figures if at all possible than spend overspend on something else. Do you have a figure budget? No. <laughs> <laughs> um... No. It's just you never know. I mean, some months are crazy. Uh, on my channel recently, I just uh, one huge regret I had was uh, the He-Man Masters Universe Classic set from Mattel and Super Seven. Uh, I like a lot of kids love He-Man, but I was in college, you know, working, you know, trying to pay for my studio apartment, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You don't have a budget. You don't have any money when you're a college kid. You know, you're just hoping to get a pizza on Friday night. Uh, but I was collecting Jack Class Superstars, and I was collecting the GI Joe Figure Subscription Club. I really wanted to get in this He-Man line, but the funds just weren't there. And they've went up, skyrocketed over the years. And I finally said, you know what? This is my biggest collecting regret missing out on this. And I'm going all in. And I found a guy. Uh, we negotiated for a couple of weeks, and I ended up buying a complete Masters Universe Classics collection. of I don't know, 400 and some figures and crazy. But so, like, that month was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it was you know, more than a car. It was, it was just ridiculous. But... And some months are slow. This month's been very slow. So, and I always appreciate the slow time. Um, <laughs> some rapid fire questions. Uh, yeah. Wrestling figures, I guess we'll focus on. Uh, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll do Transformers another night. Um, <laughs> there you go. Wrestling <laughs> figures. Most underrated figure. Oh, geez. Underrated figures of all time. Got to be the Jack's uh, Ruthless Aggression line. A lot of people hate on those now, but uh, I think we wouldn't have the glory days of what we have now without those figures. Uh, what's your favorite wrestling figure? Oh, uh, it's got to be the LJN Ultimate Warrior, probably. That yeah. was just such a game changer for a little warrior like myself. Yeah. I mean, he was everything to me. He's still my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. Uh, love your shirt, by the way. Yeah, more uh, <laughs> specifically for you. There you go. Yeah. I appreciate it. I should have should have matched. I had that shirt. Um, uh, but Warrior, I got that as a kid. And just, you know, being a little warrior out there, just – Getting that first ever warrior for you. I mean, that was just a game changer in your LJN playing days. You got the title that night. <laughs> Where's he? <been? laughs> yeah, you had to. Hit a couple clotheslines, splash, boom, oh. in and out. Yep. Yep. In and out. In and out. <laughs> um, what's one wrestler that does not have a figure uh, that probably needs one or deserves one? You know, one I really want, I've wanted it forever, and it's really a deep cut to some people, but it's the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, hated team. I love their theme song, too. You know, All-American Boys and all that. But 
I've always wanted them. I was hoping they'd have a jackpot superstar of them. I'm hoping Mattel gets one. I mean, there's tons of guys that need figures, uh, but he, the the Ruggio brothers, are definitely at the top of my list, which is really a deep cut. But I mean, it's something we've never had. Um, that's great. Oh, but I almost forgot. Uh, we actually have somebody calling in to ask you a question. Uh-oh. Uh, huge wrestling collector. Uh, so let's see if this works. This might not work. I'm gonna pull him in. Uh, and hopefully he's not muted. Uh, although he might have muted himself. Uh, no, he got kicked out. <laughs> it's well, you understand technology. It sometimes oh, it works well, and sure. sometimes it does not. I have this feature. I use Discord, and uh, I have the abilities for people to jump in. Oh, I think he heard us, Spuddy. Oh, there you go. Hey, I can actually hear Kyle. You can hear Kyle, and you can hear me, and you we can hear you. You you can hear him. Yep. Excellent. So it's nice to know. Uh, Shoot, buddy. You've been able to get rid of the technical difficulties. Hey, but yeah. Kyle, big big YouTube fan, been following your videos for a while now. Uh, thank you for producing great content. Um, I'm I'm a wrestling figure lurker is the best way to describe it. I, I had a collection and I sold mm-hmm. it all off. So it's interesting hearing your story of your regret but i still follow wrestling figures from a lurking perspective uh which i think is interesting in itself but um yeah no no no. i i was curious why uh you didn't say an owen hart figure as your most desired figure that's not a bad one either i mean uh we've had owen hearts in the past we've had them in the bone cruncher days we've had them uh in the Hasbro days. So I guess I, I was going more towards somebody we've never had, but Owen would be great. We know he hates the WWE. <laughs> uh, I'm hopeful. And I think what we've seen with the micro brawlers coming out uh, recently, I think the, uh, the future is bright for Owen Hart figures. I think we'll end up getting something somewhere. I don't think it'll be through the WWE. I don't know if it could possibly be through Jazzwares. Jeremy's been amazing at that kind of stuff over the years. Uh, I could also see maybe a Storm Collectibles or a Super 7 jumping in with an Owen Hart. So I do think we'll get an Owen Hart figure in the next year or two. Um, and I'd love an Owen Hart figure for sure. But yeah, I guess yeah, I'll no, that's, that's interesting for one. sure. I know one of my biggest irks when I was collecting was just the inaccuracy on figures. Like, obviously, there was manufacturing issues with Jax, yeah. whether it was an mm-hmm. Adrenaline series with titan tron live arms and etc but um <laughs> yeah i absolutely hate like a guy like cm punk you can't get a pepsi tattoo but uh one of my low-key favorite figures was the rulers of the ring three raven the punisher shirt i i think it's an all-time great and i feel it doesn't get the credit that it deserves you are spot on my friend and guess what that is the only titan tron live figure i display in my collection that one. Oh so, wow that, you were spot on that's that, that is because i that's a, yep i i actually kept it when i sold my collection that's the only figure i kept and had a soft spot to it but uh yep. that's very interesting for sure do I, you still go I on love hunts? That figure. do i or go on hunts? just an online purchaser oh yeah i'm on hunts oh yeah i, I go on hunts every week i and part partially i'm kind of lucky too because i travel for my my shoot job my real job <laughs> Uh, so I'm in stores a lot, and I'm also in there checking competition in my daily job. So, you know, if I'm in a store, of course I'm checking the toy aisle. So uh, I probably make 35, 40 stores a week, I would think, something like that. Oh, wow. Spectacular. That's huge. All right, and you so. get your gas paid for with work, which is amazing. <laughs> that helps. All right, so buddy, I'm going to let you go. Great yeah, questions. Kyle, nice, nice talking with you. Hopefully yeah. uh, you maybe do a live on your YouTube channel sometime. 
Um, I would love I to do that. I just need fantastic. to figure it out. I need to figure that out. I don't, I need, I'm not the most technology wizard guy, so I need to figure that out one day. All right. Well, <laughs> talk to streamer and help you out. Take care, guys. Have a good night. There you Later, go. Spuddy. Thanks, man. Yeah, Spuddy's great. He's been a long time friend of this show. Uh, he's wanted us to have a wrestling collector person on. He tries to get me to collect all the time, uh, but my <laughs> kids spend all my money. Um, there you go. One one final question before I give you the mic, and you can put yourself over and plug anything you want. Um, and has nothing to do with collecting anything. Has to do with pizza. You are a pizza connoisseur. Oh baby! Took me yes. took, took me half the day to learn how to spell connoisseur. Um, <laughs> first question: Do you like pineapple on pizza? I'm not a huge fan of pineapple on pizza. You know, pineapple is a weird thing. I love pineapple, but I don't like it in like my Chinese food. I don't really like it on my pizza, but I will eat a uh, Hawaiian pizza. If it's thin crust, I can do it, but I hate it on deep dish or pan. I don't like it on that. But thin, I can stomach. Yeah, California style, thin crust for sure. Yep. Um, and then my last one was, are there any weird toppings uh, that maybe are underrated for pizza? You know, I'm a pretty plain Jane. So uh, I'm known as the Iowa Pizza King. I'm from Iowa, and I've been on a lot of radio shows and TV and stuff like that. And, you know, I travels and reviewing pizzas and stuff like that. I always start with the sausage and pepperoni pizza. And I say, if they can get that right, I'll try something else the next time I go. But I'm pretty much meat and potatoes. I like, uh, you know, pepperoni. I like that kind of stuff. But I, I love a lot of the things that. One of my favorite pizzas of all time is a barbecue beef Alfredo. Mm. And I'm not even that big of an Alfredo fan, but it just works all together. So there's, there's some crazy stuff. There's yeah. some, I'm sure every place has, we have some crazy pizza places where I'm from that really do kind of gourmet pizzas out there and stuff that sounds atrocious <laughs> ends up being pretty good. Spectacular. I'm going to have to try some of that. Alfredo. <laughs> um, what we do at the end of every show, Kyle, is I give you the mic now. Uh, we've, we've plugged uh, your links, your pro wrestling tees, your YouTube, your Twitter, but you can put over anything you want. Uh, if you want to get a message out there, you can, you can uh, bury the competition. I don't care what you do. Yeah. Uh, the floor Mike. Your, floor, that's right. Give me a pipe bomb. Uh, floor is yours. Yeah, nothing too much, I guess. Yeah, follow me and uh, subscribe, all that fun stuff on YouTube at uh, the Kyle Peterson 1980. Just search Kyle Peterson on YouTube. I'll pop up. There, I always say there's two Kyle Petersons. There's me, action figure guy, and there's some wilderness survival guy. Well, I'm the action figure guy, That's so it's pretty easy to find. And then uh, follow me on Twitter at SirPaul64. Instagram, the underscore Kyle underscore Peterson. Pro Wrestling Tees, Kyle Peterson. That's pretty much it out there, you know. Uh, keep buying wrestling figures and watch my channel. Excellent. All right, I am going to make all my kids watch. That's all they do is sit in front of that friggin' YouTube. <laughs> I know. I know all too well. Yeah, I'm sure. Kyle, uh, thanks for giving us your time. Spuddy said in the chat, it's the best guest of all time. Oh, there you go. Not very nice. Uh, and thanks <laughs> for coming on. And, uh, you know, thank your wife and, and your kids for giving us the time as well, you know. Yeah, uh, bring, your... bring oh, me back anytime. One final question from Spuddy. He writes, oh, okay. do you have a Discord, Kyle? I don't even know what a Discord is. He so doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know what a Discord is, and he doesn't need it, Spuddy. Uh, I think I need Spuddy to join my team. I think he needs to come over and help me with my technology. I don't know, Spuddy. We're lucky he wasn't muted. Sometimes he sits on his phone. <laughs> uh, but no, well, maybe we can explain Discord uh there you go. In an email or something. Kyle. Yeah, it's kind of like the long game. Describe it to me like I'm a five-year-old. <laughs> it's it's like uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like AOL it. group chat. There you go. Perfect. Like AOL group chat. 
throwing it way back. Throwing it way back. Um, Kyle, have a glorious night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You guys, too. Thanks a lot for having me on. Yeah, See anytime. You guys. Peace. Spectacular stuff. Have a great night, Kyle. Oh, he's gone. Look at that. He knows how to work. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I was taping. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I am taping. I'm live. I just, I went off the screen. I went off that scene. Damn. I-